the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Bruce Hooley Show on the answer, hour number two. Hope you stayed for the transphobia. Ah, not for me. Oh, don't blame me. Shocking bit of transphobia today. In the pages of the Columbus Dispatch, well, on the website of the Columbus Dispatch, I don't know, do they have pages anymore? Do they print the paper on uh, a Wednesday? They don't on Saturday. Uh, We're working toward a day where our community will be better off if this abomination does not exist because they have yet to publish one story, one, finding anyone who is a proponent for House Bill 616, would, which would uh, make illegal the teaching of sexual orientation and gender ideology to kindergarten, first, second, and third graders. They can't find anybody. Well, it's hard to find them if you're not looking for them. They found plenty of people, business leaders, teachers, Columbus City School Board members, uh, city council members, on and on and on and on, uh, random vagrants on the road, I'm sure. Uh, that'll be the next story. Probably Haley B. Miller, probably working on that right now, Anna Staver, too. With masks on, of course, interviewing homeless people, asking them what they think about House Bill 616. But, but, the dispatch shows its true colors today. True colors. Very transphobic colors. And I would expect uh, a litany of rainbow-colored flags to be uh, stomping around outside uh, every dispatch office. Because they have, like, the mobile newsroom. goes around to all the neighborhoods. So, please, rainbow-colored flags. Uh, let's paint the town with them protesting the dispatch's transphobia. Under the headline, Our View, While Your Groceries Go Up, DeWine LaRose Huffman Cup. Four evil Republicans, in parentheses. That's my parenthetical comment, not the actual words. Waste millions to keep power. And they rail about the uh, horrible, awful drawing of legislative maps and all the things that are going on to gerrymander the state of Ohio, which has turned increasingly red and uh, more and more Republican as people have been attracted to the policies of former President Trump, who will speak Saturday night, by the way, at the Delaware County Fairgrounds. And uh, so they're setting the stage for this. You know, there's this is going on in the country, and this is going on in the country, and this is going on in the country, but what you really need to pay attention to is the drawing of legislative maps. Well, in the setting of the scene, in the painting of the picture, of all the things that are distracting you from what really matters, Ohio, the drawing of legislative maps, I read the exact words of the Columbus Dispatch editorial board. Furniture and bedding jumped 5.8% in the past 12 months. Electricity rose 11.1%. And get ready, here it comes. Oh, if you have 
If you have, if, if you are a, a, a transgender person, I, I would cover my ears right now because the, what's coming is a horrible display of uh, intolerant transphobia. Electricity rose 11.1%. And the cost of women's dresses went up 10.1%. Now, my tentacles went up at that sentence. The cost of women's dresses went up 10.1%. And I ask myself, as someone who is extremely enlightened on the topics of transgenderism, why would the Columbus Dispatch editorial board make the egregiously transphobic assumption that dresses are for women? Are they journalists or are they biologists? Can they swear to what a woman is? Women's dresses? Really? Editorial board, Columbus Dispatch? The word women, the use of the word women. Why not the cost of men's dresses? Why not the cost of uh, of non-binary dresses? Why not the cost of pansexual dresses? Why not just say the cost of dresses? I mean, if you really want to show me how enlightened you are, you would not have included in this sentence a transphobic reference to the fact that only women can wear dresses. How am I supposed to take serious anything in this editorial which goes on and on and on and on and on in its wokeness when you clearly do not prize, treasure, elevate, esteem the transgender movement as the other pages and bylines on your website purport to do. The cost of women's dresses? Really? Women's dresses? I'm I'm aghast that the dispatch would make the assumption that dresses are only for women. Horrible, horrible, horrible. Okay. Uh, now that we're on the topic of transgenderism, and House Bill 616, I thought you might like to hear a few sound bites from Democratic Senate candidate. I mean, we had J.D. Vance on 1133. You can catch that on the podcast, 9890answer.com. I thought you might like to hear a few sound bites from Democratic Senate candidate uh, Morgan Harper. Uh, Morgan Harper is, uh, well, she's... Uh, She's a candidate, and she is the candidate who showed up at Hilliard Darby High School on Friday, invited by students who walked out of school during the school day. That's called truancy. Not just in my old get-off-my-lawn brain, but by Hilliard City Schools in their official policy manual. Nevertheless, the students were allowed to walk out. And uh, Morgan Harper showed up, spoke to the students at Darby High School, which is frowned upon. Political candidates campaigning on school grounds without going to the office. Have you ever been to a school office in like the last 20 years? What does the sign say? All visitors must report to office, right? Is that news? It's news to Morgan Harper. She did not report to the office. She reported straight to the football stadium. And uh, so Hilliard uh, school officials called Hilliard police on her. So here is Morgan Harper 
at a press conference explaining the fact that this is a persecution of the highest order. You might also have heard that the school district filed a police report about my appearance at the walkout. So let me set the record straight. I was invited by the students to attend and support them. The students told the administration in advance about their plan to invite me. And again, I was honored to show my support. I made brief remarks encouraging the students. And after making those remarks, left without incident or interacting with any school official. I was not approached or talked to by any school official. Given the facts, those are the facts that I just stated, Mm. it's clear that the police report is entirely frivolous. It is also clear that the report and the accompanying statement were politically motivated. Oh, politically motivated. Oh, well would think if it was really politically motivated, they would have not let the students walk out to protest a bill, which is miles away from becoming a law. But you do you, Morgan Harper. Uh, Notice in an era where parents are increasingly concerned with their students, sons, daughters, uh, getting a good education. uh, Notice what Democratic Senate candidate Morgan Harper says is a better use of their time than sitting in the classroom. Right-wing adults are attempting to interfere with students' rights to demonstrate, and they're also attempting to interject themselves into the Senate race Mm. before an election, just a few weeks before that Mm. election. These adults should be ashamed of themselves. Instead, they should be applauding students for doing what a lot of adults wouldn't even have the courage to do, showing integrity and courage for standing up for their beliefs and releasing their own public statements denouncing HB 616. That would be a good use of everyone's time, money, and resources. You see, Morgan Harper thinks it would be a good use of everyone's time if they agreed with her on House Bill 616 and agreed with the students. Notice she's very upset that right-wing adults have dared to inject themselves in a Senate campaign. There's a word for people who do that. It's called, anybody? Politics. You see, Morgan, you might be in the wrong line of work if you are unaware of the fact that there are allowances. In fact, even the very fact that people do inject themselves with differing opinions as yours is the strength of the political system, not a weakness. And not an offense to you. But Morgan Harper was not done, of course. She continued in her wokeness, and we'll have more of her comments, and from a student explaining uh, more of their objections to House Bill 616 next on The Bruce Hooley Show. Donald Trump rally is Saturday night, Delaware County Fairgrounds. Get your tickets at DonaldJTrump.com slash events. The doors will open at 2 p.m. First speech, 4 p.m. And I'll be honored to make it. Mike Carey, Max Miller, Madison Gisotto Gilbert. Carey, of course, currently in Congress. Max Miller, uh, Madison Gisotto running for Congress. And then J.D. Vance will speak. J.D. Vance has the Donald Trump endorsement. The former president will speak around 7 o'clock. So it should be a fun night. Weather's supposed to be outstanding. Come out, celebrate with other like-minded patriots who appreciate what 
makes America the most exceptional country in the history of the world. I've said before the G.K. Chesterton quote, a nation disintegrates when it ceases to recognize things that are obvious, is something we need to be aware of and on guard for. Uh, One of the most obvious things is you're born a man, you're born a woman. You cannot become the other just by saying so. That is at the essence of the transgender movement. That was at the root of a student walkout Friday, Hilliard-Davidson-Hilliard-Darby High School. Morgan Harper, candidate for the Senate on the Democratic side, attended that student protest, spoke at that student protest, was not invited by school officials. Schools everywhere are uh, not in the habit of allowing adults to come onto their campus and address their students without prior approval. So they called the police on Morgan Harper. She didn't like it. She pushed back. She held a news conference. And she's allowed to be against House Bill 616. I'm allowed to be for House Bill 616. We'll see what happens to House Bill 616, which would make it illegal to teach gender ideology, sexual identity to kindergarten, first, second, and third graders. Doesn't seem an unreasonable request to me. Seems like kids who are in the third grade are not mature enough, nor are those younger than them to grasp mature concepts like sexuality. And gender is a made-up concept. It applies to language. It certainly does not apply to biological sex. But it's, well, I'll give you the roots of it in a moment. But Morgan Harper, you know, is desperate when she engages in doing what the left always does when they're trying to convince you of something. They do not because they cannot convince you on merits. It's a very hard case to make that kids in the fourth grade who still draw men and women as stick figures are mature enough to understand the differences in biology and genitalia. So Morgan Harper has to do what the left always does, which is lie, exaggerate. Here she is at her press conference talking about what is in House Bill 616? This legislation, and Owen Riley have already referenced it, it is incredibly dangerous for queer youth. It would have irreversible negative mental health impacts on LGBTQ youth who are already vulnerable to discrimination and bullying and who already face tremendously high rates of depression and suicide compared to their straight peers. Now, how is that possibly true? How is that possibly true? Is she making the case that uh, a preponderance of youth in grades one, two, three, and kindergarten are already out of the closet and know that they are gay or that they are trans? I don't think it's gotten that far yet. I'm sure she would love it if it did. House Bill 616 doesn't say anything about instruction in those matters. Beyond the third grade. I don't know how she can make that case. Well, she makes it because it's not true, and it's the best case she has, so she makes it over and over and over again. And once you are a wokester like Morgan Harper and you get on a woke roll, well, there is just no stopping you. This dangerous and hateful piece of legislation is not really just about what teachers can or cannot teach. This legislation is about censorship. Well, what happened, Morgan? Let me try one more time. This dangerous and hateful piece of legislation is not really just about what teachers can or cannot teach. 
This legislation is about censorship. It is about erasing the very existence of LGBTQ plus people. Gay teachers would be forced to go back into the closet. If a student <laughs> has gay parents, they would not be allowed to talk about it. And Ohio educators would be banned from even acknowledging that gay people exist. Those are all 100% lies. None of that, nothing even remotely close to that is in House Bill 616. And again, if anyone lies to you about anything, what does that tell you? It tells you that they cannot make a case on merit, and so they're trying to make it on histrionic alarmism. Do you think any legislator in the state of Ohio would put their name behind a bill that would make it illegal for people to discuss the fact that they are homosexual. I think that kind of language would summarily end anyone's political or business career. Okay? So, no, Morgan, no one is doing that. So where does all this come from? Interesting story today. Very interesting story today. I'll put it on the Hooli Show Facebook page. In The Federalist. And it brings up a woman named Kate Millett. Now, Kate Millett died in 2017. She was the author of a book called Sexual Politics, which made the case that there's an academic justification for feminism. Now, Kate Millett was a mover and a shaker. She was a thought shaper. She was on the cover of Time magazine twice. Okay? But now that she's gone, her sister Mallory has been telling the story of Kate Millett's activism. And she says that in the late 1960s and early 1970s, her sister, Kate Millett, met with 12 women in New York City. And they met to map out a strategy that we see walked out in front of us every single day. I've said before that the transgender ideology is a religion to people. And so, shouldn't surprise us, that according to the sister of this Kate Millett, Mallory Millett, she says they would start their meetings in New York City with a litany. Like they were at, you know, a Catholic mass or something. And here is what the litany said. Tell me, as I recite this to you, you tell me if this has not shown up in our culture today. Kate Millett would begin, and then the 11 others would chant in unison. And she would begin like this. Why are we here today? To make revolution, they would answer. What kind of revolution, she'd say. The cultural revolution, they chanted. And how do we make cultural revolution, she asked. By destroying the American family, they answered. How do we destroy the family, she challenged. By destroying the American patriarch. They shouted, and how do we destroy the American patriarch? By taking away his power. And how do we do that? By destroying monogamy. And how do we destroy monogamy? By promoting promiscuity, eroticism, prostitution, abortion, and homosexuality. Late 60s, early 70s. Were those topics mainstream back then? Now we hear them, we don't even bat an eye. But back then, no, we were still, by today's standards, extremely puritanical in our view of morality and sexuality. 
and marriage. But feminism was preaching the very tenets that we see tearing our culture apart today because they have succeeded in targeting and damaging the American family. Why is Mallory Merlette willing to tell this story? Because her sister was so twisted that she tried to take her own little sister to bed. And her little sister was appalled by this. And the fact that Kate Millett advocated sleeping with children. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.